Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. You'll probably know me better through Instagram and my handle is at bestrong.coach. First of all, welcome back to another episode. I am super, super excited to have you back again this week. Um, I'm really, really excited for this week's episode because I'm doing a Q&A. I have not done a Q&A in a while and I'm really, really excited to be jumping back on in and answering some of your questions from Instagram. So I'm really, really excited for this week's episode. Um, Before I do answer your questions, um, two things to go over. So the first one is I am opening up spaces for my November intake. Um, So this will be the last intake of this year. Um, I'm just going to be opening some up for November to run us up to the festive season. So if you are looking to secure a one-to-one coaching space um, to start now and not wait until the new year, um, I always say this to people and don't like wait for this perfect time we have kind of this presumption that wait until the new year new year new me and all that hoo-ha is the best thing to do and when actually the best thing to do is to start now and make those changes now don't wait for this you know right time or hold things off if anything starting now we can get you feeling better for christmas we can get you feeling more in control of food and we can ultimately just get you feeling a lot happier and healthier Um, which is exactly what we need. So if you are wanting to join the team and not wait until the new year, new me madness and start now because you are worth it. You're allowed to prioritise yourself now. You have not got to wait. You're allowed to invest into you and you're ready to go. Then head to the link in my bio. There is an application form over there to apply for coaching. Um, I can get back in touch with you from there and then we can have a little bit of a chit chat and talk about coaching. So yes, and if you do have any further questions about coaching as well, don't hesitate to head over to my Instagram at bestrong.coach and I can answer your questions over there as well. So that is everything in regards to the November intake. The second thing to go over is the crystal for this week. So this week I am bringing along such a beautiful crystal, um, aquamarine. I know everybody must have heard of aquamarine um such a lovely lovely crystal and i've brought this one along with me today because this crystal is really really beneficial for communication um it really is good for helping us let our words flow and for more effective communication and i thought you know what your gal's going to be rambling quite a lot today letting her words flow whilst i'm answering all of your questions this week so i feel like that was a very very fitting crystal to bring along um you know, to give me the energy and the vibes to help me answer all of your questions with as much detail as possible. But without further ado, let's jump straight on into the episode and let me get answering your questions. So the first question that I would ask is, is bloating normal to be experiencing? Which is a very, very, very good question. Um, and one that I'm really, really happy that was asked. The main reason being is there is a lot of talk um, that we see, especially on Instagram and social media um, a lot of often influencers that are you know going around saying bloating's completely normal embrace your bloating etc etc now before I talk further about this I just want to say that I am fully a part of this idea that we should embrace bloating 
for the right reasons which i'll talk about in a minute and that it's okay to experience water retention and we should still love our bodies you know if we're bloating during our periods and everything like that because it's a completely normal and natural process and i will always stand by that and i'm very much supportive of it however the idea that you know bloating is normal and suggesting that bloating all the time is normal is something that i don't stand behind now bloating is in some situations a normal thing to experience if you are you know experience bloating and water retention because of you know being at the back back end of your period your, your menstrual cycle when you're about to bleed then yes this is normal if you are bloating after having a meal out where there's more sodium, um, then yes, this is normal. Um, things like that, bloating can be normal. But if you are bloating like very, very frequently most days, um, then this isn't a normal thing. It's an indication that something else is going off within the gut, um, IBS, other things that might be going off. Now, if you're aware of something that might be triggering your bloating and you spoke to doctors and you're aware of that, then you know that that might be the case but if you are experiencing bloating a lot then I would seek further guidance with this because regular bloating isn't always normal obviously if you're already aware of an underlying reason as to why then that's a different story um but yes I'm here for embracing bloating you know for you know reasons like period and everything like that but I would just say to the question of is bloating normal in some situations yes for example, period, after meals out, alcohol, etc. However, if you're experiencing bloating um, very, very frequently and it's very, very intense, it's quite painful, etc. like that, then no, this isn't normal. And I would seek looking into that further to understand what is the driving factor that is causing that bloating. It is probably suggesting that something isn't right and it might need some further looking at as well, whether it is um, irritability, certain food, um, IBS, gut, etc. So I would definitely look into that if you're experiencing a lot and that is what i'd say in regards to is bloating normal um the next question i was asked was somebody asking about what beauty hunting is and i absolutely love talking about beauty hunting and honestly it is something that isn't really spoke about that much to be honest i don't really know um many people that speak about beauty hunting um but honestly beauty hunting is really really important to talk about so what is it beauty hunting is linked to our body image and it is the idea that through going outside in nature in it's suggested that in particular um woodland scenery or you know blue scenery will help us create more of a better relationship with our body. So, because basically what happens is if you spend time, for example, in this nature, woodland, blue scenes, etc., we spend time looking at the beauty that is around us. We are hunting and seeking the beauty around us, which means that we focus less on our bodies and on the negativity so we can focus more on the beauty around us and it also suggests that through finding the beauty in the nature it creates a happier and more glowing energy within ourselves we feel a lot more positive when we're looking at nature which can therefore then reflect with the relationship we have on our body and how we feel about ourselves so in regards to beauty hunting i would recommend everybody to do this to be honest but it is really really beneficial when it comes to your body image and improving the relationship with your body and a more healthy and positive relationship with yourself um like i say i would recommend everybody to do some form of beauty hunting at least once a week 
um, it's going out into nature. You could just go to a nice woodland walk near you um, or somewhere where you can see like a lake and you can see the sun glistening on the, the lake, for example, or a little stream, whatever it might be. Um, some pretty gardens near you, whatever it might be. And you're going to take time. You're not going to be on your phone. You're not going to be preoccupied by anything else. Preoccupied, I got that wrong on anything else. You are simply just going to look at the nature feel the nature, you know, go around the trees, touch the trees if you want, just fully be present in the nature. And that is going to how you're going to start your beauty hunting. And this will really, really help your body image. So that is what beauty hunting is. And I would strongly recommend people to do it within their daily routine or their weekly routine as well. Um, the other question I was asked is why don't you agree with rigid diet plans? Um, which is a fabulous question. I love to talk about it. So when it comes to an approach with food, we have a rigid approach or a flexible approach. Um, flexible approach is what I talk about a lot. It is ensuring that you aren't restricting food, you are incorporating the foods that you love, you're learning control with food and everything like that. A rigid diet plan is when you are told what you can eat, what you can't eat, you've got very rigid rules put in place, often you've got meal timings, you are being told exactly what you can't eat and you are often encouraged not to go off this plan. Um, often when we go into a rigid diet plan, um, a lot of people are given, um, unfortunately what are named as cheat meals by a lot of people, but you can be given like a, a meal that isn't on your plan. So that is often what a rigid diet plan is. Now, the reason why I don't stand by or particularly use these rigid meal plans is they, for the large majority of people, once again, I just want to say before I delve into this topic, you have to do what's right for you. Um, you know, we might have people out there who do bodybuilding and they follow a rigid plan that is obviously suited to their sport. Um, but for the general population of lifestyle average people, then these rigid plans aren't always the best. Um, but you have to do what is right for you and stand by that and I will always say do what is right for you and um, this is just an opinion of my own um but I would definitely say with the rigid dietary restraints it has definitely got an increased reach of risk of binge eating um if you are saying that you can't have certain foods and you're cutting certain foods out or food groups out then obviously this is likely to lead to you wanting to overeat on food because you are going to be having a lot of cravings for these foods because you're not having them and it can trigger senses of overeating. It can also have an increased risk of disordered eating symptoms. This is not an eating disorder. Disordered eating symptoms are very, very different. This can be things like food guilt, um, the ruined it mindset, overeating, loss of, you know, not feeling in control of food, things like that. So these disordered eating symptoms can also be triggered once again if you're you know following a very clean rigid meal plan and you're not allowed to have things like um cake or sweets on there you might start seeing these as bad which may trigger guilt around them overeating etc um it can also cause negative body image as well when we're on these very, very strict meal plans, there's usually, not always, but often there's a big fixation on your physical results. Um, you'll often go on these very rigid uh, plans to see very quick fix results. So the, the, the fixation usually is on the physique and just the physical appearance, which actually can create a negative body image because we're simply restricting ourselves to see very fast results so we're going to fixate on our bodies how it's looking and we know the more that we fixate solely on just the aesthetics it can trigger more 
body fixation, which can lead to more negative body image as we body check and we fixate on our bodies more. So this can also happen from a very rigid meal plan. And it's also associated um, with larger weight loss in the short term, but it is often much harder to sustain. So if you're on very, very drastic calories and you're on a very strict meal plan for let's say six weeks, yes, you might drop a lot of weight in that short period of time because you're in a very extreme deficit and it's likely that you'll have been on a very high output because often when you're doing these rigid meal plans, your exercise output that the, the coach usually sets you is quite high. Um, but you've then got to say to yourself, are you going to be able to sustain that and maintain that and build your calories up at a, a reasonable pace post diet? No, because the likelihood is that your food fixation is super high and um, you've cut lots of food out. So you're probably going to go into an overeat cycle and gain weight at more of a rapid pace. Um, it also means that you've probably not shaped that many healthy habits. Once again, it can be a lot harder to sustain and it's likely to lead to a regain cycle, which once again, um, you may have got your weight loss results, but you might be finding it a lot harder to sustain them and um, which makes us question what is the point in the journey if you're not able to maintain what you actually achieve so that's another downside to it as well Whereas a flexible approach, you're enjoying more variety of foods and not cutting foods out. Yes, you are fueling your body and prioritizing micronutrient-dense foods and protein, but you're also not restricting and it allows for greater variety, more balance and a healthier mindset with food. So that is exactly why I'll always stand by flexibility over rigid restriction. Um, yes, rigid um, meal plans can give structure um, and there's you know less thinking over food, um, but it is going to maybe have some harmful effects for a larger majority of the population, which is why I wouldn't always opt for them. I would always say whatever approach you're going to choose for dieting, you need to ask yourself, can I adhere to this for four weeks, 10 weeks, etc. Um, if the answer is no, then I probably wouldn't opt for it because, you know, the sustainability element's not there. And then you've got to actually ask yourself, will this be a detriment to my health and my food relationship? If the answer is yes, then I wouldn't also go for it. If it's going to lead to over eating food guilt negative body image um obsession with exercise then i wouldn't opt for it um and you've got to ask yourself is it healthy and will i be able to maintain after this if the answer is no then once again you might want to reassess um yes you have to do what's right for you but you do need to prioritize your health and your overall mental well-being no matter what the goal is as well you don't want to go on a fat loss journey and then you know put at risk your mental health for it you need to make sure that what you're doing is right for you both physically and mentally so that is what i would say why i don't agree with rigid meal plans and rigid diet restraints um the next question that i was asked is my favorite mindful technique um mindful technique for me i would say at this moment in time my favorite mindful technique is doing deep breathing in nature um i personally love meditation myself um, so what I've been doing at the moment is when I'm going out on my walks, um, I will literally stop still for a bit and just stand and look at the sky or the trees or the flowers, whatever's in front of me that looks really, really nice. It kind of links to beauty hunting in a way. And I will literally just stand there for a little bit of time feeling the fresh air on my skin, the sun on my skin when there is sun. And I will just do some deep breathing work for, you know, four seconds in, four seconds out. And I will just be solely present in that moment. 
I'm not thinking about anything else. I am just present on watching the clouds move or the birds fly or the trees swaying in the wind. I'm fully present on what's in front of me. And for me at the moment, this has been the best mindful technique for me. It's really helping me switch off a little bit and simply just be present for what's in front of me. I kind of went through like a big eye-opening um, moment not long ago, actually. I went away um, the other week for a little, uh, two nights away at this little uh, like glamping pod. And it was literally on a farm and it was just solely in nature. And I spent one morning watching the sunrise um, and I literally just stood there and I said, do you know what? Like we can get so caught up in thinking that happiness is found in materialism or external validation of what people are saying about us. And we focus on all of this, you know, I'll get this fancy car so I'll be happy or whatever it might be. When actually the, re the realization is, your happiness is found from within, your happiness is found from being grateful for what you have, your happiness can be found working on yourself, but still counting your blessings, and it's not from these big fancy things, I was literally stood there on a farm with goats to the one side of me, and a horse in front of me, um, in a little glamping pod, where I literally had a small stove, I didn't have loads, um, and I felt so freaking blessed, I was in like my wellies, and it wasn't no fancy but I literally felt so happy and what this made me realize is our happiness is really just focusing on what we have and these blessings and being grateful and you know seeking the beauty in things yes it's okay to you know maybe want nice things and have things like that I'm not saying that but don't think that that's going to be your source of happiness Um, you need to make sure that you're taking in what's around you and you're counting your blessings and you're really feeling thankful for these small things you know that coffee that you have in the morning or the fact that you have a car that maybe you can drive to get from A to B, the fact that you have nature right in front of you, the fact that you have clothes to put on your body to keep you warm, the fact that you have food or drink, these things, we need to be more present in them because they are truly what matter, the people around you. Um, so that was a little bit of a tangent, but I thought that that links quite nicely to what I was just saying because in those moments of just deep breathing and being present in the moment, not only are you more present and you're more grateful and you feel more happier and and you realize that your happiness isn't about materials and external validation, it's about these moments, it also helps you have these big eye-opening moments as well that can help you grow your mindset. So I would say right now my favorite mindful technique is literally standing there watching the pretty sky, whether it be a sunrise or sunset or just the sky in the middle of the afternoon or nature and simply just thinking, being with my thoughts, breathing and simply being freaking present. So that is what I'd say for that one. Um, the other question that I was asked as well is how can I fit meals out into my deficit? Um, so what I would say in regards to this is first of all, you wanna make sure that you are planning ahead. Planning ahead's gonna be your best friend. So I would look at where are you going for food, um, find out the restaurant beforehand, have a look at the menu online and you're gonna flick through the menu and make an aligned choice. You know, you might wanna go for something that's grilled or baked over fried. So maybe like baked chicken over fried chicken. You might want to go for something with protein carbs and veggies in it to make it a well-balanced meal you might want to opt for something with a tomato based sauce over a creamy based sauce so you're going to look at the menu and pick an aligned choice you want to make sure it's something that you actually want but also something that you will be able to fit into your calories as well and um, also if you're planning ahead you could potentially look at banking calories as well if you know that you're going out for dinner on saturday you can maybe bank some calories throughout the week that's also something you could look into you're then going to look on line for the nutritional information 
so most places you can find it online and you can track the calories in from there um, and that is what I suggest to do if you can't find the nutritional information online you're just going to estimate for what you're having so let's say you're going to a small um, Italian restaurant near your house that hasn't got the nutritional information and you're having a spaghetti bolognese you might want to add like 800 or 850 calories to try and cover that you're still accounting for something but you're estimating it but you're still accounting and the last thing you want to do to help um stay on you know be aligned with your goals when you're eating meals out is you want to just listen to your fullness you want to be more mindful with your food so you know if you do feel full and there's still food left on the plate you're allowed to finish it i would take your time with your food chew your food remove any distraction just really eat at a slower pace basically don't scoff your food down and it will help you listen to your fullness better so you can be more mindful this way when you feel full you can stop and you can be more present within the meal and be more mindful so that is what what I would do to help stay um within calories and fit your meals out and once again you can look into things like banking your calories as well and the last question that I was asked is how can I get out of the mindset of focusing on calorie burns when working out which is a very very fabulous question because one thing that a lot of us can often do is fixate on the amount of calories that we've burned and this is just focusing solely on numbers working out isn't the one thing that we need for, for, for fat loss, for example, you need to be in a deficit, which can actually be achieved just through reducing calories and hitting a step goal. So your working out isn't like detrimental, it's just there is an extra benefit. Working out to me, we need to switch the focus from solely just a calorie burn and thinking about the non-aesthetic things that it does for us, our improvements in mental health, our improvements in confidence, in strength, in accomplishment, um, structure within our day moving our bodies our cardiovascular there's so much more you know our posture our bone health working out shouldn't just be how many calories am I burning it should be what is this going to do for my body and my mind because then this way we're not focusing on burning x amount of calories we're focusing on how our body feels and the benefits that it's providing to us so I would make sure to take more time instead of just going how many calories am I burning reel off to yourself the benefits that working out is going to have for you this way you can transition from just how many calories have I burned to how is this going to make me feel how is this going to benefit me because working out isn't about the amount of calories you've burned it's about what it does for your mind and your body yes you know weight training can help with your body composition absolutely but once again when we look at weight training we're focusing on progression intensity um, and you know form we're not just focusing on our calorie burn so I would transition your focus from numbers to what the workout is going to do for you physically and mentally and um, the other thing like I just say it's focusing more on your progression during workouts and your intensity and your form of exercises rather than just calories burned if you go into a workout and you've progressed in that workout you've given it your best and full intensity and that you had really good form then this is going to enable you to have an effective workout over just focusing on a calorie burn. So that is what I would say as well to help with that one. That is what I would say to help getting out of this mindset of just focusing on a calorie burn. Also, one thing you can do as well is stop paying so much attention to your fitness watch when working out. Um, if you find yourself looking at it all the time trying to hit a certain heart rate, 
try breaking that habit and stop doing it catch yourself when you're doing it and telling yourself you don't need to um because all that this does is it creates a very unhealthy relationship with exercise because you're only working out to burn calories and that is super super unhealthy because it's suggesting that you have to burn a certain amount of food uh, uh, calories just to earn your food so you want to start catching yourself when you're doing it and telling yourself to stop checking stop paying so much attention to it and this will also help so that is what I would say to answer that one. Um, that is all the questions that I've got asked for today. I really love that. I love doing Q&A episodes for you all sometimes. I do love a good Q&A. Um, if you do want to take part in more Q&A sessions, I do frequent Q&A sessions over on my Instagram, so at bestrong.coach. So head over to there if you do want to be a part of regular Q&A sessions. I do them every week on my Instagram story. Um, that is everything for this week's episode. I hope you all have a fabulous, fabulous week if you do have any further questions for any of these questions or any further questions you do want to ask off the back of this episode head over to my instagram as well and just drop me a dm over there and i'll be more than happy to answer any further questions from that that is everything for this week and i'll speak to you all in the next episode